It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, How Are You Reading the Bible? Our scripture reference today is Mark chapter 16, verses 9 through 18. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Now, after he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went out and told those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. But when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them as they were walking into the country. And they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe them. Later, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were sitting at the table, and he upbraided them for their lack of faith and stubbornness, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the good news to the whole creation. The one who believes and is baptized will be saved but the one who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. By using my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. An Old Testament professor told us to open our Bibles, any page we wanted. There are about eight of us staring at her with our open Bibles. She instructed us to put an ear to the open page. What do you hear? She asked. We all looked at each other in silence. Nothing, someone confessed. The professor responded with a bright, exactly. Her point was that the text does not say anything to us. We read into it. Now, God uses scripture to speak to us. She wasn't arguing against that. What she wanted us to acknowledge is that we bring a lot to any reading of the Bible. Anytime you open a passage, you bring what you already believe and know about God and a text. You also bring what you don't know. There are assumptions we make about the Bible and its stories, and we all have a bias or two that can cloud our reading and understanding. That doesn't mean we shouldn't read the Bible. Of course we should. We should also be reading it together. That's one way to acknowledge our God-hearing limitations. So much of our theological differences stem from not what we read in the Bible, but how we read it. And when we finally carve enough time to sit down and read the Bible or join a Bible study group, we aren't thinking about how we read it. We're just finally glad we are reading it. I understand that. It can seem daunting. 
But if we believe the Bible to be God's word, we're going to want to hear from scripture throughout our life. So start by reading and be ready to grow in your understanding. Have you ever heard the old saying, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. That's the approach to scripture my professor wanted to challenge. Are there straight to the point passages that need little thought to make sense of or understand? Yes, but not nearly as many that need further reflection and a willingness to stretch our first and second impressions. Let's use today's reading as an example. It is widely believed that Mark 16 verses 9 through 18 is a passage later writers added to Mark's gospel telling. The belief is so ingrained in academia that some Bible translations don't even include that passage. The ones that do usually have a note about the last verses. They change the font of the text or leave it in a bracket to signify its separation. I'm glad we do that because it highlights one of the Bible study ideas we need to be comfortable with. Are we to believe Mark 16, 9 through 18 is the only later edition of a biblical text? Most people who study scripture do not believe that. And there's always a debate about which parts might be later editions. We aren't always sure where an original text ends and a later idea is added. The idea finds more headroom in the Old Testament, and we still take it all to be God's holy word. My point is, those kinds of conversations are a part of how we view the Bible and how we read it. Why would someone add an entire passage to a story about Jesus? It could be they didn't like what they read or how the story ended. How they read the story dictated what they did with it. I'm not asking you to write new passages of the Bible. Just understand how easy it is to read into the text. None of that takes away from God's ability or desire to speak to us through Scripture. This doesn't compromise the truth of the Bible. I'm convinced opening our minds to accept those kinds of understandings allows us to dive deeper into the meaning of the Bible and how God uses Scripture to lead us. Stay blessed. supporting another note this is our daily devotional i'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing if you ever find another note on itunes or anywhere else podcasts are available make sure to leave a review so others can join us the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com god be with you